Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbird styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the hotter, juicier, classic burgers. Hamburglar, the time is yours. Bravo, bravo. He said, these are McDonald's best burgers ever. And then, can I keep them? And then he just grabbed them and ran away. Brobble. Now get a Big Mac or double cheeseburger for two bucks in the app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Must opt into rewards. Visit McD app for details. Available at most restaurants in this area. Comparison of McDonald's classic burgers to prior burgers. Welcome back to the Homeschool Podcast, guys. I'm Augustino Zoida. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And um, I'm excited for this current episode we're about to do right now. I'm here with uh, Renee Vaca is in the building. And... Um, we're going to have an interesting little conversation here, buddy. Uh, before we get started, I want to let you guys know that this episode is brought to you by BenefitPackages.com, you guys. Uh, this one uh, goes out to all my California listeners. If you're in the state of California and you need to get health insurance and the whole idea is just confusing. Also, you probably heard like since uh, the whole Obamacare thing is like you, you, know, you already missed your deadline and stuff like that. Listen you got to hit up the professionals at BenefitPackages.com because there's situations where you can still enroll you or your family into health insurance. And you might think uh, you don't, you can't afford it, but uh, they'll break it down for you. They'll, they'll you know, specifically give you a quote based on like your income and your family to see if you qualify for maybe free or very, very low income. And they'll go over all the plans with you. Health insurance is confusing, so why not have the professionals do it for you? And at no cost to you. There is no cost for using their services because they're coming compensated by whichever insurance company they sign you up with um, so you can just use a professional and it doesn't cost you anything extra also if you tell them that the homeschool podcast sent you in addition to it being free you also get a free gift just for being from the homeschooled podcast you get either two free movie tickets or a starbucks gift card and you're hooking yourself or and or your family up with some health insurance so call 1-800-356-3615 and uh and uh, tell them that the homeschool podcast sent you 1-800-356-3615 all right you guys also this episode is brought to you by Masterclass, and uh, you've heard about them, you guys. They're out there. You can pretty much take a class for almost about anything, man. They teach. They got acting classes, writing, script writing, poetry, music. Uh, there's a comedy class. Um, maybe there's a couple things you want to take. And um, listen, I know you. 
you you uh, often put things off because of like money or scheduling. Masterclass is convenient because you can do it in the comfort of your own home on your own schedule, and it's affordable. It's ninety dollars per class, or just click the link in the description, and you can sign up for an entire year and have access to the entire site for one hundred and eighty. It's a no brainer. For one eighty, you can take all the classes on the site, or maybe share the login info with a friend and go have these on it. Maybe you want to do the fucking cooking class. The other guy wants to do the comedy. Whatever, mix and match it. You can take all the classes. Click the link in the description, and you're helping out the homeschool podcast at the same time. Also, there's another link in the description, and it's for a personal chef to go. There's a lot of these food delivery services uh, out there, and I know you guys have a lot of options for them, but um, I didn't just take anyone that offered uh, me money for sponsorship. I really did some research here, and I wanted to hook you guys up with a good one. And there's a lot of like, uh, you know, like blue aprons and, and stuff like that out there. I'm sure they're great, but what I was looking for was something that for people that don't have the time to to prepare those healthy meals, you know. Um, so personal chef to go, they do the work for you. They cook the meal. They do the food prep, the portion control, and they mail you out the meals each week. So you can pick your menu. Um, there's uh, delicious, many varieties to choose from, and it's all delivered to your door. You pop it in when you're ready to eat it when you're on the go. So click the link in the description to sign up for personal chef to go today. And that's about it for the sponsors, you guys. And uh, I'm Augustino Zoida. Like I said, I'm here with Renee Vaca and uh, – Let's have some fun. It's the Homeschool Podcast. That white boy shit, bro. Good, though. You know what it is? No, but I've been listening to you. <laughs> I've been trying to listen to you. To your kind. Is this Fallout Boy? Yeah! No, see, you guessed it, bro. Guessed it, you see. see, you know that white boy shit. Yeah, I know it, man. <laughs> Sometimes it'll sneak into my lime wire, you know? Yeah? What do you have your lime wire set to usually? Uh, Drake? Don't lie, bro. You know you were, you got your his poster on the wall you were talking about before recording. I, I, I don't think I was listening to Drake when Frostwire was, uh, was around. Or lime wire, Frostwire, whatever. Uh, I would download the music illegally. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I haven't heard that term LimeWire in a really long time. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was, do you remember that? When you would download the music, you'd watch the percentage and shit? I never used that. Uh, I don't know how it works. I just remember hearing the term a lot. Man, dude. I used, like, a bunch of Russian sites. <laughs> 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 Nowadays, dude, it's, like, it's so not worth it to do that because, yeah, like. it's easy. It, I have like I have like a Mac and like it's so easy for them to like fuck over your and and like read your IP, bro. I got emails from from like my internet service warning me if I downloaded one more movie illegally, they're gonna terminate like my entire internet and shit. Yeah, dude. What? Yeah, I stopped doing that you shit like a long time ago. Real, though? I don't know. I mean, like, uh, yes, like, I actually they are real because I told my neighbor and they said the same thing. They were, and they actually did turn theirs off for like three months. Yeah, dude. You don't think that's like you. some hacker just trying to get your money? No. No, because they're not asking for money. It's your internet company that reaches out to you. They send you a letter. Oh, okay, okay. And they're like, okay. stop doing that oh, shit. I it's it was a like warning. A email. No, man. And uh, yeah, I had to stop doing it. And it's not really worth it. Like, how much is it to rent a movie? Two ninety nine, three ninety nine. You know what I mean? I'll just rent it. Um, or, or, or you know, like there's a. The, <clears throat> The box, right? What, what is it called? Red box? No, no, no. Oh, like the Amazon Fire Stick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you unbreak those or something, right? Yeah, yeah, you jailbreak it, basically. Yeah. You like all the movies. I got one of those, but it's not jailbroken. 
No. I just use it for like, I don't know. Netflix and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. my shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I'm always, I don't know how to do any of that people, stuff. Really, like, people post it on Facebook like, you know, I right, man, I'll sell you a fire stick. Homes. They do? Yeah. And That's just, fucking like, crazy. You, like, you'll see a bunch of people comment like, oh, man, I'll get one. I've been looking for a hookup. How, how much do they sell them for? I don't even know, man. But <laughs> what kind of shady characters are on your Facebook, dude? I don't ever see shit like that. So, like, like I, I follow all these weird groups, like, uh, like to promote for my show sometimes. Oh, okay. And then, like, uh, like one of them is uh, Pocoima for Life. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> Pocoima for Life. So this has like twenty thousand likes of people who live in Pocoima. <laughs> There's 20,000 followers. So I'm always posting about my shows there. There's 20,000 people living in Pacquima, so that's like... <laughs> and, there's always this, and there's always this one guy who's always commenting like, hey, man, I support your dream, Holmes. Oh, that's awesome, dude. But he never goes, man. You never show. go. He never goes to my show. No, I'm never locked up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just locked up, bro. I wish I could... I send him messages to the link, and he'll just read it. He will never reply, but he'll comment once in a while. And I'm just like, man... Bro, he's on house arrest. <laughs> right. He's literally on Pacquima for life. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, dude. Yeah, dude. I was just thinking the other day because, like, I do just rent stuff now. I just go, like, two ninety nine, whatever. I'll just rent it. Like at a video store? Yeah. And, you know, Where? no, 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 no. On, um, oh, like online, online. Yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. The yeah. You can rent stuff from my Amazon Prime or whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah. And and uh sometimes you know what i do i i mean i love going to used video stores i'll go in there and there's, i'll see like a bunch for a dollar yeah, i find yeah, some yeah. good ones and i buy them and then i'll come back and i'll return them they give you like two cents for them and then i just <laughs> turn around and i buy more you know um yeah. i go to like redbox now and uh <clears throat> i go to the redbox and they you know they sell dvds now the like, red box, like you, you'll buy them. Yeah, like the, they don't have the artwork. It's still in that little plastic case. But like, well, how much are they selling them for? You can get there's some like three dollars are the cheapest, and then there's like newer ones that just came out that are like ten, and that's expensive because they don't have the artwork. It's just ten bucks. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. But I don't buy those. I get like the and three dollars. Like an extra ones. ten bucks, you get the DVD, Blu-ray, and digital. Something like that, dude. Yeah, they just give the disc, and like I'll go in there and see if there's anything good for three dollars. But I was just thinking the other day, like how much I miss a blockbuster, bro. Like, oh, I, bro, I was watching Seinfeld the other day, and they were walking around in a blockbuster, and I was just like, "Fuck, dude, I would give anything to be in a blockbuster." Dude, I right used to now. work at a video store. Did you really? Yeah. Which one? Uh, there's one in Somar actually. Uh, there's one in Somar. I think <clears throat> it's still there. Is it a chain? Uh, it's a, uh, no, it's not a chain. It's, it's just like a little mom and yeah, pop it was, one? Yeah, it was called Movie Town. I think it's still there, honestly. Oh, that's pretty cool, dude. Uh, I love, I loved all that shit. And yeah, man, like sometimes like you think of a movie, you're like, oh, I haven't seen that in forever. And or, it's there. Or, 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 or no, but like you go to watch it online and it's yeah. not there. You can't find it anywhere. There's no two ninety nine download from right. Amazon. Exactly. Like they don't have it. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes that like, you got to go into a video store. Yeah. And I hate like buffering internet doesn't work mirroring buffers all that shit like i love dvds bro dude. and i have a vhs player dude you still have a vhs player yeah yeah what do you mean still i actually went and bought one recently what? Like at, a, at a garage sale and um because you can go to amoeba music you know in hollywood yeah, yeah, yeah. and upstairs they have uh vhs's for a dollar still in the artwork i got no. some cool shit yeah yeah, dude. A dollar? I got like Twister the other day. I haven't even been in there. Jurassic Park, the original on VHS. <sighs> I got I got Karate Kid. Out. Dude, go in there. Go go to Amoeba. It's um, it's like uh, some I don't know, La Cienga or some shit. I forget. <laughs> Can you connect that to a widescreen TV? The VHS? Yeah. What do you mean? That's how I have it. Oh my god. 
Dead. What do you mean? The, the new flat screen TVs have the AV hookup still. The, the colorful, like, PlayStation 1 <laughs> hookups. Dude, it's because it's, it's I remember trying to play my Nintendo 64 on one of those, and it wouldn't work. Maybe it was just my wire. Yeah, it might have been the wire. I mean, as yeah. long as you have that, like, what is it? The, Red, the, white, the, and yellow. Yeah. As long as you have those, it, it, it should work. It might have been the wire. Dude, fuck yeah. Well, well that's... Well, that's you know, I, I, I just, I just remember all that old school shit, man. Like Nintendo sixty four, and, mm-hmm. and all that, like, and and the VHS, and and like, uh, well, I mean, when I when I was working there, it was like, it wasn't that the long, it wasn't long ago. It was like five years ago, man. Mm. And I was at the video store. Yeah. And and I remember working there, and all these people would still come in, and the main the main people that would come in would come in for the porno. Oh yeah, those yeah. old video stories yeah. that still have that shit. Yeah, yeah. That's the only place you can get them from still. Yeah, dude, and and a lot of the people that went there, I was I was thinking about like why is this store still open, and it was like a lot of people that went there were illegal. Mm. You know they they didn't they didn't have like a credit debit card. That they no were. internet, bro. Yeah, yeah, or or they're just old school. Mm-hmm. Like they just like they still want to walk in there. Yeah. And then and I then, get that. And my boss would always get the movies like a week beforehand, and I, I'm pretty sure everyone gets them earlier. I just think they're not supposed to sell them by the release date. Mm. But my boss didn't care. He would like just sell them before the release date, and everyone. That's the reason why everyone would like that place. Gotcha. So well, I, you know, they still had an Odyssey video. But over by the haha yeah, until yeah. like recently they just like closed it dude yeah I, I was looking at that earlier i was just like oh my god i, I don't know what they're gonna put there i went by the other day and it was like all like they were tearing it up and i was like fuck if i knew that they were closing it i would have been in there buying everything for real dude. probably for like 50 cents and and there was and there was those video stores that, that rented video games too like blockbuster did i remember those red boxes still do yeah 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 man yeah. I had a PlayStation 1, and I would walk down to Blockbuster. I grew up here in Sherman Oaks, and there was a Blockbuster over on Fulton and Riverside. And I would walk over there and rent a game. And right next door was Rite Aid, so I can go in there and get, like, yeah, chips yeah, yeah, yeah. and, you know, candy and movies. You rent oh, movies. Like you, the best you're all setup, set, man. dude. And then I'd go back, and I would, like, beat a game in a weekend, and I'd return mm. it and get another game. It's so fucking fun, man. man. That was, like, you see, and, like, that, that's one thing you don't get. Uh, on Amazon or anything like that, you don't get that excitement, dude. Of just walking out yeah. of your house, going to the store, and just looking at all the movies. Yeah. Like, and even, even like, and I'm pretty sure that's what people like. Like, I remember when I worked there, I told I told one of the guys like, "Hey, man, why don't like why don't you just uh, use your phone on the internet?" <laughs> man? And he's like, "Sometimes you gotta watch it on the big screen, Holmes." Yeah, I was like, "All right." That's how I feel, dude. That's how I feel. <laughs> that's how about you it. feel by your porn? No, not oh, no. oh, you meant porn. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know why people buy those in general. I guess they, yeah, they don't have internet. I, I guess no, they, don't they have do. A they do, something. but sometimes they just want to watch it on the big screen. That's fucking crazy, bro. Like on the what? Put it on the DVD player and watch the surround sound. Yeah, I got a laptop, bro, and that my laptop has never seen a porn site. Oh, man. I just I don't want to do it. Dude, my phone is like very slow. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't even I don't even I don't even go to porn sites anymore on my phone. I go to. Uh, I just follow like a bunch of porn stars on Twitter. <laughs> that's like the worst, dude. When you follow that's the porn stars, <laughs> dude, that's the best because like you don't have to. You actually don't even have to follow them. You can just search their name and, they, yeah. and just watch all the fucking porn that they're posting. And that's then so crazy. You never get busted by like. Your I, girl. I'm not gonna lie. I, I have followed a porn star. I, I I'm not gonna lie. I have I have finished a video. Uh huh. And at the end, be like, you know, I'm gonna go follow her. <laughs> that's hilarious, dude. Your girl, did your girl ever catch you? No, but no. like she never saw like history on your. Phone. I mean, no, I mean, she just thinks it's some random Instagram model, but I know who it is. 
I'm know. always I'm too worried she, about I know like how she looks like underneath. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I've been I, with yeah. her, man. I don't want to do that. Uh, like my browser history always got to be clean and shit yeah. like that, bro. I just do the t- the Twitter. It's fucking way yeah. easier. No I, one catches I, I, you. I just probably don't follow them though. I don't want no one to go on their page. Yeah, like, so some other comic and be like, "Well, Renee follows her." Dude, I see that all the time. <laughs> oh, dude, with the fake ins- with the fake uh, Facebook profiles. <laughs> no, no, no. When I w- like, I don't follow the porn stars. I just you can just pull them up. You yeah, know what I mean, and yeah. watch their stuff. But while you're scrolling through. It'll say like who else follows them that you might know, and I'll see like other comics that I know that follow. I'm like, oh, bro, that guy just watching this chick all day. <laughs> last time, last time, uh, <clears throat> I don't, I don't want to put anyone on the spot, but I saw another comic uh, just comment uh, like fire, like on on, a, on another girl's picture. And I was like, dude, he has a wife and kids. <laughs> like, he's like a clean comic. What is he doing? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh man, but um, yeah, I won't comment on that shit. But the cool thing <laughs> about my wife. Is that she does not have a Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram? Why not? She's just not. She doesn't like social media. I don't know how people can do that, bro. I I do. I would love not to it, have. Any I of know. It. Me too. But I just don't know how you can do that. What do you mean? It's easy. <laughs> like, I mean, if I, I wasn't I a comic, the, I wouldn't have one. I remember the times when there wasn't any of that, like the PSP days. I mean, those are. I mean, I'm only 23, so mm. like, like, uh, like I remember the the I was growing up. Uh, like the coolest thing that I had was a PSP. Like I remember those. Yeah, and back then there was no Instagram or, or yeah. at least for me, I, it didn't matter to me. Like I had MySpace. That's probably what we had, MySpace, mm-hmm. right? But now it's just Instagram, Facebook, and not even not even just that, dude. Like you can do your stocks on your phone. Yeah, like you well, know, that I have. Yeah, I have an app for that. And yeah, then, that's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. social media, I think has anything that involves your phone. Yeah, sure, of course. But uh, if I wasn't a comic, I'm, I could easily live without social media. I wouldn't even ever open it. Like, I already don't already open Facebook. Like, Facebook is – I open it once What does your wife month. do for a living? Um, my wife is a she, – she runs a, a tow truck company, okay. but from home. So, like, okay, she's cool. dispatch. Oh, dope. Yeah. I was just thinking about a new joke right now. Uh, like an idea for a new pit. So I want to talk, cause I already have something that I'm working on about how she sucks at giving directions. Like when she's sitting next to me on the car, mm-hmm. trying to read what the GPS says to me. So I'm trying to do a joke about like comparing that to what her job actually is, is telling the tow trucks like where to go <laughs> for directions. And like, she sucks at it with me. So like, I can't <laughs> only imagine with the tow trucks. And then, <laughs> and then I'm also trying to go like in the, I think she's worked there for about four years. Let's say easily four years, four or five. Yeah, and in that time, she has never warned me of bad traffic or a car accident. <laughs> like I'm always like driving somewhere, and I'm like, "Oh, fucking traffic's bad." And she was like, "Well, yeah, there's an accident right there." I was like, <laughs> "Like you could have told me." Yeah, man. she never <laughs> tells me, and she knows where all the accidents are. She don't tell me shit. Man, and I like drive all over for a living. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm always out on the road. Um, Dude, well. well I I I got I got my car towed twice within the past year. Really? And I hate tow truck companies, and I fear them with with everything I have, man. It's well, why are you parking in places you shouldn't be parking? First of all, okay, one day I I parked it right there in, at Just Tires. Yeah. By the haha. Oh yeah. Where yeah. we could park, but I got so drunk and I had to Uber, and I came one time and like at 11 a.m. because I woke up really hungover and uh-huh. I, I thought my car was gonna be there. Like then I they towed it. it. They towed it. Just Tires towed my car. But it, was it blocking one of their garages or was it one of the spots? 
Uh, it wasn't blocking any of the garages. It so was it was just, in one it was, of the spots. Yeah, it was in one just of the, for tires. Yeah, yeah. So I'm over Damn, here like, oh dude. my god, that's cold, bro. That's cold. And I and they asked and I asked them, when did you guys? So it was like at nine in the morning. I was like, I just missed it, man. If I would have got there eight in the morning, and you know what was hard is that if if you owe tickets or anything like that, yeah. you can't just take your car out. You gotta go you gotta to pay the all DMV. the tickets off. You gotta go to DMV. You gotta pay for it, whatever. And then like. If the DMV tells you to come back the next day, the next day, because you don't have the right paperwork, you gotta wait the next day, and then the tow mm-hmm. truck charges you another day, and that yep. becomes like four or five hundred dollars. What did it cost you to get your car out? It cost me twelve hundred dollars to get Jesus my car out the Christ, first time because I had like a lot of tickets I owed. I was like, oh my god, damn. Dude. And then and then I just got my car towed again, but this time I got repoed. Oh, that's why I had, but I was I was only like a month behind, but I didn't know I was a month behind. Okay, but you have a car now. I, I got my car back, but that one cost me. Uh, you got the same car five, back? Yeah, yeah, five hundred dollars. Yeah. But what did you have to do? Just pay up the past dues? Yeah, yeah. For no, I, it was actually seven hundred dollars. Yeah, pay the past due, and then it was only one month past due, and then plus this How'd month. How they come get it? Dude, they they just that. Is it parked in front of your house? Huh? Was it parked in front of your house? Yeah, yeah. and it, mm-hmm. and it was just like I didn't think they'd actually come. And, and get it, dude. It was like all that. It actually was. It was actually added up to eight hundred. They actually charged me for hiring an investigator to find me. Like, what? You could have just. Wow. It was, it was crazy, bro. Yeah, but you could have just called me. I would have told you where yeah, it was. Yeah, dude. Part. These repos don't play, bro. Damn, bro. Well, you know what? Uh, in a way, it's a good thing that it happened. Yeah. Now I know. At least the the first time when you parked at the ha ha, bro. Yeah. It was a good thing that it happened. Not only because now you know, but like all those tickets you owed got paid. They got paid, dude, and you weren't gonna pay them unless somebody pushed you yeah. up against a wall. And uh, same thing with the repo. I've been through it too, dude. You're young, bro. Yeah. I've been there, and I, it sucks with the to- getting your oh. car out of the lot and your mom and, has uh, to do it for you because the car's under your mom's name. You're like, oh my god, your mom's yeah. got to scream at you. <laughs> Man, I, I uh, <laughs> let somebody use my car for a couple months, right? Um, how could you do that? So listen, um, ask Jack Junior about this, okay? Uh-huh. It's fucking. Uh, Rico, he I don't know if you ever hear his name. He used to work okay. at the Haha before I worked at the Haha. No, no. Okay. So he lives in Boston now. Mm-hmm. That's where he's from originally. By the time when I started there, Rico was working there. You know, doing yeah. what you do, DJ door, phone calls. Yeah. And so I, I, I asked Jack Jr. about Rico. I'll tell you some fun stories. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, I had like my first car ever was this really old Mustang. Not that old. It was like a, I think it was a 97. It was my first car ever. I got it for like three grand cash. I owned it in my name. Yeah, yeah. And and then um, some years went by. I got a good like use out of it. And then years went by, and I got a different car, but I never sold that one. I just kept it. Yeah. And then like Rico came in a position where he didn't have a car, and I let him use it, and he used it for a little while, and then he moved to Boston, and then I started driving it again. I'm like, oh, I got my car back. Let me just drive it every <laughs> now and then. I started driving every now and then. Bro, they pulled me over one day. I was coming home from the haha late yeah. when I was working there, and uh, they pulled me over, and I'm just like, ah, fuck, like this is gonna be like some stupid yeah tail light thing or yeah. whatever. And they come up along the side with the guns drawn and oh the my flashlights God. out. And they're like, uh, get out of the car. And I had to like put my hands out the window, open the car, get out of the car, put on the hood and all that stuff. And then they're like, are, they started like going like, are you, are you Enrico a, a, a and Shelly? <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, no, that's not me. It's my fucking friend. And they showed my ID. I'm like, that's not me. They're like, they're like, Rico got like a bunch of tickets with this car. And I was like, well, it's my you car. Got a bunch of tickets, and they try to shoot him. I well. <laughs> 
It was like an excessive amount, dude, oh where God. he owed a lot of money to where and and, and miss court appearances. Oh, okay. So now it's a warrant for your arrest. It's like this guy's a badass. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, dude, I was, they thought it was me, man. And I was, like, oh, and we kind of look alike too. Uh, but they saw I'm like, dude, my ID has a different name, you know. But anyway, long story short, it was just. I, I mean, he's a good dude. dude he he ended up make, making scary, right. Man. He came out and like fucking paid it all off for me, and and we got my car out of the lot. And you didn't stuff. go to jail though, right? No, 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 no. Like explain to them the situation. Like oh. that's not me. You know, I let my friend use my car, and and obviously they know it wasn't me. And uh, but yeah, my buddy paid it all off for me, and I got my car back. And then I ended up wow. selling the car for like exactly what I bought it for, like four years earlier. Oh really? It. Yeah. Uh, as long as you get your money back, dude. Mm-hmm. Um. But anyway, that's not why I brought you here. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Uh. So we did a show last week. What was it? A Thursday night. Yeah. Levity Live. Yeah, we went over to Levity Live Oxnard. I love that club, dude. That was great, dude. It's so big. That club is so fucking huge, and like. They complain when there's like, oh, bro, you got to get more people out here. And it's like, bro, there's already, there's a hundred people here. The bottom half is all full. Yeah. And it's fucking Thursday. Yeah. You know, and it's like right after the Super Bowl and it's fucking cold out. Like, a hundred people at the high. Yeah. Sold out, bro. They're like complaining that they don't have enough staff. Yeah. You know? Um, That was a great room. That was a great crowd. Um, I didn't know you were going to be on the show. I ran into you there. And uh, for the people listening, um, I know Renee for a couple of years, just, yeah. um, you know, obviously from stand up. you're 23 now. How old were you when you started? I was 19 turning 20 already. Damn dude. Yeah. I was your age when I started. 23? I was 20. Oh. Okay. I mean, I started at the same time oh, when, okay, I was, yeah, when I was 20. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, dude. Uh, and you know, I've seen you around, you know, mics, shows, yeah. bars, Fucking, uh, you know, you you booked me for some gigs up in Merced. Oh, those. Those are fun. Um, w- did you go to school in Merced? <laughs> yeah, that's what, that, that's, that's one reason why I was out there. When so I was now in, you graduated. No, I dropped out. For, oh, really? For, for just to to focus on just comedy, and I just wanted to focus on the whole. Uh, when you were in Merced, were you st- staying out there? Yeah. You had an apartment. Yeah. No, I had my own like what, I had a my dorm. Own, yeah, like house. No, no. Uh-huh. House, house with housemates. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. So then you decided to do like a once a month show out there or something? I was having like every week. At one point, it was twice a week. Really? Crazy, man. I was like investing a lot of money into it. Really? Yeah. Luckily, I was a part-time drug dealer. Oh, yeah? (laughs) That gets you through it. (laughs) Well, I was at the time I was selling, uh, at the time I was like, uh, you know, selling weed Mm -hmm. to other college kids. Oh. I had my financial aid money. Yeah, and I wasn't doing it. I wasn't buying my books. I knew I wasn't gonna. I knew I wasn't gonna last mm. in college. Like I knew I, I knew I was like I'm gonna be here for probably one or two years. I was one of those kids like I knew everything, whatever. But with with my with my extra like the side activities, I killed it, bro. Like I would be in, like in business school. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, in like a business club, and I'd rise up in that, become president of that. <laughs> but I, but like I would never go to class. It was be crazy, man. It'd be crazy. We've all gone through some shit. That we're not proud of. <laughs> I'm actually pretty proud of. That. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like. It. Yeah, I sold drugs too, bro, to support my fucking comedy. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, dude. Ooh. Way worse than weed. Dude. I, <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> You're uh, like a real drug dealer. <laughs> nah, I was. I was more like a mule. <laughs> no, man. But um, 
you. So yeah, I mean, you would always, you know, book me out there. I mean, Merced was like a fucking little far, but like I was always like, yeah, I'll take it because I'm going to Sacramento, you know, yeah, and on my way back, exactly. I'll do your show. And it was great. Yeah. And, you know, you throw me some money, so I appreciate that. But, um, you know, you, you're, you were 19. You were getting yeah. started. And you, it's funny. Oh. And then I, I, I haven't really, I see you all the time hanging. I haven't really seen you on a stage in a while, bro. Yeah. And I saw you at Oxnard on Thursday, bro. And I got to tell you, I was pretty happy to see you. I was, uh, oh, thank you, yeah, I was, I was really, uh, I was really impressed. You come a long way. Oh, I see you, you. I see, I see the improvements, man. Um, you may not even see it, but I've been doing it long enough to where I can notice it. Yeah. I notice what you've improved on and you have the confidence is there. Confidence is way better. Yeah. And that's honestly, I know it's not what you want to hear. You don't want to hear that. You want to hear your jokes are way better. Yeah, That's what yeah, you want to hear. Yeah, yeah. But you know what, bro? Confidence is way more important. Yeah, exactly. Your confidence was, was fucking way better, dude. Um, and then when you got off stage, you had said to me, you're like, oh, man. like You, you were, didn't seem happy with the way that it yeah. went. And you were like, I hate hosting. Yeah, exactly, dude. Oh, God. That's, every time I think about hosting, like I just get that little cringe. Like, oh, what? I'm hosting? Especially that night, I have, I have just found out I was hosting. Oh, really? In the green room, it's like, you're hosting, mm. man. I'm like, what? what? I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. All right. I've had that feeling, too. I don't, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't like hosting either. Yeah. But um, I'll do it, and I can do it. Dude, you hosted my first showcase, bro. I remember I had, like, uh, like the first clip of stand-up I ever had. It was, like, my first time I ever made a crowd laugh, dude. I wish I can what find What showcase? It was it was at the old haha, man. Oh, were you was, doing the contest? Yeah, Nick Guerra, uh this is right before he did Jimmy Fallon. He was he was one of the breakup. Uh, he was the one doing the stand up while, yeah. while we are doing the votes. While they're voting would have a comic yeah, go I was, on, right? I was I was I was the last comic to go up, dude. I remember and you're telling me, Come on man, give it up the, for the last comic to go up. Yeah. And then I went up and I did my thing and I actually did a good job and nice. and, and you came up on it showed it on the video. It's like, Man, give it up for Renee Vaca, man. Like probably the probably the out of all the comics, the one that had the most fun on stage over here. Is that too. what I said? That's what you said. That's so funny, dude. Yeah. I don't remember saying that because what did I tell you the other night when I saw you on yeah, Thursday? Like, dude, driving so much fun up there. It's so great to watch. I, dude, I swear to God, I don't remember dude, saying that to you the first time. That's crazy, bro. So that's how you know it's true. Yeah. One of the be like best things is when a comic is having fun on stage. Yeah. I don't care if the j jokes are hitting or if they're relatable. Yeah. The, like, obviously, that stuff's important, too, and it's going to come. But when you're like the audience is having a good time because you're having a good time. Dude. If you're on stage not having a good time or if you're on stage nervous, they're going to feel that, too. Yeah, exactly. exactly They'll be nervous too. for you. They won't be having a good time. You're just having fun yeah. and you're smiling and I'm sitting there watching you. I watched you and I was in a better mood from watching you. Yeah. You know. Um, Thank you, man. Yeah. And then, you know, back to hosting. It does suck. You got to pay your dues in the beginning, mm -hmm. but take advantage of it and just. Pay your fucking dues, bro. Become yeah. like a great MC because those MC techniques that you're going to learn when you start featuring and then later on doing longer sets and then eventually headlining, those techniques, will get you're going to use them forever. And it's so powerful. And you yeah. can tell comics that never hosted before. You can tell. It's yeah. in their act. Yeah. You got to – it teaches you – you said to me in the green room, you found out that you were hosting that night and you were like, oh, fuck, I got to host. And you hate that feeling, right? Yeah, yeah. That feeling comes from the audience being cold, 
dead, not warmed up. I have to go out and make them laugh. Exactly. And the host usually gets the least amount of time. And people are still coming in. The drinks mm-hmm. are still getting ordered. Yeah. You know? So they're all. They're just. You have to warm them up so the <clears> other comics <throat> can come out and kill it. So you're gonna go up and probably bomb for a few seconds. So that's the feeling that you're feeling. It yeah. comes from that. It comes from, I don't want to go through that roughness in the beginning. Yeah. I don't want to have to w- do so much work to get them so I can yeah. finally tell the jokes that I like. Exactly. But it teaches you to get the audience quick, which when you're not hosting is like so essential also Yeah. to get them quick. Especially when you go into like a dead audience, like let's say you get a spot at the store at one in the morning. Yeah, man. It just can, you're going to, you're going to see yourself get them. When everybody else was like, oh, man, the fucking crowd was whacked tonight. Yeah. Watch Renee go up there and get him. Because, uh... What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. You know how to get them quick. And then <clears throat> it's just you, that's going to stay with you, man, forever. Dude, I mean, just yeah. keep keep host as much as you can. Dude, I, I, I have my show every Sunday and it's just like I've, I've always had J.R. Cruz host my shows because of that. I don't want to have to deal with that feeling sometimes. It sucks. But, Plus, when you're running your own show. You're so busy as it is with the lineup and the questions from all the comics the and, door and the door and everything, dude. Making sure everything's running right yeah. and you got to host it, it's hard. But if yeah. you can, dude, always host, yeah. man, for well, now. I mean, I mean, that's the only reason why I didn't host. I mean, but I'll, every time – I've hosted a good amount of times, you know, especially yeah. my shows in Merced. And then I've hosted uh, – Eric Schwartz asked me to host his shows all the time. You know, so it wasn't my first mm-hmm. time hosting, but that feeling is always there. Where I'm just like, I don't Yeah, sure. Host. That's normal. So when you first went out there – I saw you amping it up, and I got. Uh, I, I thought you did a. I liked what you were doing when you were hosting. You went out there, and you're all like, you know, what? like th- with raising your hands to this side and then this <laughs> side before you even said anything. You got people really, really yeah, amped. Yeah. One critique is if you're doing that, you had them. You had me. You had. Me. I was like, oh, cool, Renee. Yeah, wake them the fuck up. Like, get them cheering. Like, happy to be out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. After you do that though, and you actually start to talk, you got to come out. Hard. hard yeah and you came out with the with the indian accent because you do a joke that you look indian so you just opened up with doing the indian accent yeah like, I hello never, everybody uh, it's a good joke i usually never do that and oh, you know really? yeah i never do that and that night i did that and i think that's why i didn't like it hmm. because i wasn't i wasn't being the, the uh, that's not a say uh, that's not something you'll see me do at like a, a club i'm like comfortable with right like the uh-huh. ha or or like a, something else but yeah dude that yeah you know what and it was it was I've done There's that. There's a way to do it if you if you yeah. want to, you know. I just never worked in that accent really. You could do that yeah. still, but I mean, yeah. and you got to but yeah, definitely if you you were amping them up and then right when you oh, started man, to talk, you had dude. to come out. That's why that's one of those sets you just wish you can get back, you know. You want to get a 
punchline as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Whatever joke hits a punchline the fastest a- is your fucking best line of attack. It, an audience decides if they think you're funny in like the first 15 to 30 seconds. Yeah. If you haven't proven you're funny in that amount of time or by the first punchline it hits, then they're going to lose you. Yeah, You're going to lose them. And your other jokes, which are good, are not going to do well. Yeah, they're not going to hit. Because they already decided potential. they don't like you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So hit them with like, like something with the punchline as soon as possible. Yeah. Especially with that, especially when you're hosting and you amped, you came out and you were like on this side, on this side in the middle. And yeah. After that, you should have just opened. You should have just went like, like, like you know. Yeah. Also, when you're MCing, think of it as, and as an artist, this is this sucks, but think of it as, you work for levity. You don't work for Sebastian. Yeah, exactly. Or you don't work for yourself. And as an artist, that really sucks. But when you're MCing, that's a really good thing to do. To remember, yeah. And then the comics, the clubs are going to love it if you have that mentality. When I host, you didn't know, though, that you were going to host. But when I host, I try to dress a little nicer. I'm not telling you to wear a suit or be something yeah, that yeah, you're exactly, not. Yeah. But I'm saying I, I something even if you want to wear a hoodie, maybe a dress shirt and then the hoodie over it zipped up. Yeah, it, but the yeah. collars they could still see. No tie. I'm not yeah. telling you to be something you're not. Um, you work for the club when you're hosting. You go out there and you just you're the cheerleader first. You know after yeah. you did that cheerleader thing, you go out there and be like, "Hey, give it up for yourselves tonight for coming out tonight on a Thursday and it's cold." Yeah. You know what I mean? And you guys are out here anyway because you're yeah. comedy fans. I'm happy you're here. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And then that's pretty much the mentality. You have to do all the like two drink minimums, which like obviously you did tip it. Your, tip your weight. Yeah, you did it right. Don't do that before your set. Do it before you bring up the first comic. Yeah, you yeah. did that right. Uh, but yeah, you gotta you know you're. You're working for the club, and that's how the audience sees you. They think that you're like the hostess. Yeah. For the and uh, so yeah, that's a good mentality to have. But go out there and just hit the hit a punchline quick, dude. Fucking fast. Yeah. Sometimes when you're MCing, you have to crowd work a little. You don't have to, but it, you can. It helps instead of yeah, just going exactly. right into a joke. You, but I mean, if you're not a crowd work guy, the most you can do is just go like, um, it's just like I said, like, hey, you're out here on a Thursday and it's cold or whatever, you know, you know, the fucking Dodger game was tonight. You guys came out anyway. I appreciate yeah, it. Exactly. Whatever. Or you, if you want to crowd, where you can go to somebody and be like, Oh man, like what'd you, did you work today? Yeah. Oh, oh man. man. What are you eating, man? Yeah. yeah you know, like, Oh, you had to come here after work. Oh man. I appreciate you being here even after yeah. work. What do you do? You could do a joke, whatever crowd work you're going to do as a host. If you're going to do it, do it early on and don't just randomly do it. Don't just go like, Oh, are you guys together? Do your crowd work setting up to go into your joke. Yeah, okay. If your opening joke is about you looking Indian, do you have to ask a question In about something? To that, it's yeah. going to end up leading there. Yeah. And even no matter what their answer is, it's going to go there and it looked natural. Yeah. You know? Um so you you can even say like oh bro like you know you know like, uh, what are you are you are you Mexican are you white you look kind of dark or something like that you're like, like don't insult them yeah. never insult the crowd yeah. from the beginning if you're an insult oh, comic dude. later you can do it yeah you know th- later in your set once you proved you're funny don't come out swinging to piss people off mm-hmm. yeah or, 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 or like blame the crowd like well you guys suck 
<laughs> yeah, I've seen, I've seen hosts dude, do that. Dude, that's I'm the like, worst, bro. But you know, you come out and you just, and you, uh, you know, if you want to go crowd, yeah, don't insult anybody. Just go up to the guy and just be like, oh, bro, like, you know, like, what are you eating there? Like, are you yeah, Mexican? You like yeah. that spicy shit like me too, right, bro? Yeah. And be like, like, man, I'm Indian. Like, I even know I'm, Mex- I'm Mexican, but I look Indian. Like, yeah, yeah. What, I'm just giving you examples. This is yeah. not an exact written <laughs> writing to go in there. <laughs> I'm like, He's like, written, I will say it just like that. No, I'm just giving you examples. Like but <laughs> you plan you plan out your crowd work yeah. so it goes into then that way you can. That's some good advice, man. I never, yeah, I never, you don't have that much time as a host. You got to yeah. get them. Yeah. So you I got to get them quick. Yeah. And then the next time we got to go up and then. But they still want you to be cheerleader. So you got to yeah. find a way to get to your jokes quicker. And, and you can't go out the club and go hang out somewhere else. You got to. Stay ready because that guy might get off soon. Yeah. He's going to be ready all the time. <clears throat> yeah, you know, man. And then um, you also have some other jokes. This is some more pointers for you for after listening to your set. You have mm-hmm. some other jokes that are real, you know. Yeah. They're real topics. They yeah. really happen to you. They might even be called uh, not edgy, but uh, they. I, I'm drawing a blank for the – I don't know the right word, but they're – confrontational like they're real topics stuff about you your family your girlfriend you go into deep detail and you make yourself vulnerable about telling them secrets about your life yeah you do have some bits like that yeah i do yeah okay um not jokey jokes no no so you got to do those later Mm. you know you got to let them know that you're funny first and then the jokes that you like you do them later. Yeah. But you got to give them the stupid ones first. Yeah, the ones like Latinos. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in Oxnard. I don't, I didn't, you know, it, it's it's so crazy. Like, What do you think about crowds like that, man, when you have to deal with like a – I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I guess for for like a – for me, I didn't know. I guess I was thinking to myself that that that, that crowd wasn't much of a Latino crowd. And then mm-hmm. when I saw like, other comics go up, I was never doing the Latino stuff, and the crowd was losing. I was like, I have jokes huh. like that too. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, it's just one of those sets you just wish you can just. Well, no, I thought you did great. I thought you did great. Yeah. You're you're always going to be your own worst critic, and so yeah. were the other comics around you. Yeah. You're always worried about what the other comics are going to think, too. And that, you got to get rid of that. Yeah. I don't, you got to forget they're in the room. And, uh, no, I thought you, I thought you did really good. Um, try to forget about the race thing with audiences yeah. like try not to go like they're not that many mexicans or they're a white audience try not to like go oh i'm going to oxnard today they're going to be mostly this race just get that mentality out. yeah even because it's going to bother you even when you're writing you're going to write pandering to a certain group exactly. and i'm not trying to say anything bad about the club i just know that from experience that that club the ha where you work a lot at yeah trains you to always think in race yeah all the comics that work there (laughs) crush doing racial material yeah and the audience that goes there in particular love that shit yeah because the club's owned by an armenian (laughs) and they're owned by a lot and the the husband's armenian the the wife is is latino right so their audiences are armenian or arabic and latino that's the high audiences, and yeah. if you only perform, if you perform there a lot, you're gonna write yeah. for them. Yeah, so I perform there a lot. I know, and listen, I get it. It's gonna it's gonna get you out of a bind sometimes. It's gonna let you get that quick laugh. Do it in the beginning though. That's fine. Do those yeah. quick, easy jokes in the beginning. Yeah. But when you got into detail and stuff, once you already won them over that you're funny, 
then drop it on them who yeah. Renee Vaca is. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Let's go you can to get to know the real this, me. Let's go to the potluck at the store real quick. Yeah. There's no, <laughs> there's no, there's more to you than just like I'm Mexican. Yeah. Or I'm, you know, the color of your skin. There's more to you than that. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're going to relate to that and they're expecting that. So hit them with, hit, like I said, punchline in the first 15 to 30 seconds. Yeah. Then hit them with that shit that's deep, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, try not to think like that. I don't yeah. even. I, I didn't even think about what nationality the, the the majority of the room was in Oxnard that night until you just brought it up. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. Like, because I've been thinking not like that for so long that I write universally. Yeah, exactly. So I'm and, not and worried. I'm, I'm trying to get. I'm like, uh, I'm trying to get to. And, and and I think I've been improving as far as like I'm trying to. I hate when I bring up race on stage as well. Like even when I say mm-hmm. it, it just sounds annoying to me. Because when I went on the road with Willie Barcena, he told me a lot of. A lot, a lot of that, those same points. Stop, stop talking like that and shit like that. But well, <clears throat> you can talk about it still. No, oh, yeah, of but course. But I want your you the mentality as far as like, yeah, you know, the, the way you yeah. Don't go for the easy yeah. cheap the cheesy what they joke, call hacky jokey jokes. Joke, you know, you know, you you don't hide the fact that you're Latino. No, like, yeah, of fucking, course. No, I'm still gonna go. Yeah, that. like so don't. Just, I'm not saying don't do it. Yeah. Um, I want to hear your own. S- aspect on it yeah don't just be like i'm mexican okay no i'm mexican but put you in a scenario that you a real story you went through yeah you know and um yeah dude that's uh that's something that's let me tell you something bro everybody in this town right now is not looking for somebody who's not talking about race yeah if you want you know abc nbc netflix Every fucking network you can possibly think of, bro, wants you to be Mexican. Yeah. So I'm not telling you don't do it. <laughs> Just be unique about it. Exactly. Not something everyone's heard before. Yeah. You know. Um, <clears throat> couple other things. Hope it doesn't feel like I'm picking on you. No, dude, I okay, love cool. it, man. I haven't had one of these sessions in a long time. <laughs> Try not to. Um, you're relying on a catchphrase or a, a word or slang or sounds for punchlines for laugh yeah, yeah. and it's it, and um i can't remember a specific one to tell you that you did but i remember hearing it a couple of times and yeah. i remember thinking like he's got to cut those out mm-hmm. because it's it's more like a it's like you're doing a thing and you go like ah like you know, you know and then, but you're doing it like saying like you know how mexicans go like ah okay whatever or something I, yeah. I, like that try to not to rely on like sounds curse words slang sayings for punchlines you know what i mean they don't work everywhere um it's just not going to help you write strong punchlines you know um well yeah for example if you went to a place that didn't wasn't familiar with that term or they're not like you just a sound shouldn't be a punchline you know what i mean yeah exactly you know what i mean like i walked in and what about a facial expression it's not a punchline it's an ad to a story yeah, okay. You know, it adds on. It it helps them absolute facial is That's why I always tell everybody don't wear a hat on stage. No. Yeah. Even if I wear a cap, it covers your Yeah, it covers your eyes. I hate doing shows with no spotlights for that reason cuz a lot of yeah. my stuff is facial expressions. When you're driving in the car and you're listening to comedy, you can hear and if it's a good comic, they're painting the story for you and you can almost see it in front of you. Exactly. When you're live on stage, I want to see your face. Yeah. Because when I'm live, 
or watching TV, I can't close my eyes and try to listen to your story. I'm there. I'm live. I'm going to yeah. watch you. Yeah. Let's see the face. You know, you're going to, and then let me ask you this. Do you video or audio your sets? Yeah. Yeah, I do. You do. Yeah, dude, watch those because I started doing those later. I should have been doing them the whole time. Dude, yeah. When you go back and watch videos of yourself, I'm like, why am I making that face? Dude, I lost my phone from like when I started and I would record it all the time. <laughs> now I just like, I, I still have them from a long time ago on my phone. But that's but, okay because you do new stuff now. Yeah, you know? but I just wish I can go back to those. <laughs> like, what if I had one hidden gem? I just don't say anymore. Yeah, well, I always write stuff <laughs> down. I have old jokes too that yeah, can go I, back. And like, uh, sorry, and, and a big thing that. I'm trying to stop is is the the weed man cause, yeah because it's really messing with memory. Oh totally, dude! I can't smoke oh, weed dude. before I go on stage. And and not just that, like even even like, uh, you know, like I'll say a joke and I, I'll try to remember it like mm-hmm. ten minutes later. I wouldn't remember it, man. Give yourself a realistic goal. I'm not saying don't smoke weed anymore. Give yourself a realistic goal of cutting back a little. Yeah, no, I want to, especially but like just do not do it when you know you're going to go on stage. Yeah. That's an important goal. It's crazy. The clubs are going to appreciate it. Listen, some comics, they can go up on stage fucked up, and they're better, <laughs> you know, when yeah. they're drinking or high. Exactly. And and the clubs know that by now, and they've been working there for so long. But but you're young. like Yeah, you don't want to get that rep, man. Walk in. Like, when I do a show, bro, I don't drink. Did you see me have a beer in the green room? I don't drink. Like, if I'm, if I'm doing two shows in one night and I'm there for the weekend, you know, and I want to have a drink, I wait for the second show. Because mm-hmm. by that time, you know, it's, it's like, fine. Right, yeah, let's, I'm warmed up already. Yeah, just, yeah, make a little, don't give yourself an unrealistic goal, just a little compromise with yourself not to smoke when, you, when you're going to go on stage that day. Yeah, also, I just, I just feel like, you know, through all the weed I've been smoking throughout my life, I've been smoking for a long time, dude. <laughs> uh, it's just like, I want to be. I want. I want my brain to be faster, man. I remember at one point it was faster mm-hmm. than what it is now. Like I'm not saying I'm dumb. Like, I'm not saying I'm walking no, around yeah. like a zombie. But you know, I'm like I. I was faster at one point. Like I my. I used to connect the dots better. I used to, you know, I was. And now I'm just like I'm connecting them still, but at a much lazier pace. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh. I don't know. I used to be like a go getter. <laughs> You know, especially in college, nineteen twenty, I was like, Argh. it might be the weed. I don't know. It might not be. I don't. A, I don't a, know. A, a slight motivation, man. And, and I think some it guys is are the functioning weed. potheads, yeah, dude. Yeah, some guys I, aren't. And, and I think I've always chased that. I've wanted mm. to be one of those. Fun- and I think I gotta face the fact that I'm not. What's more important to you, fucking comedy or being a fucking functional pothead? You know, comedy. Bro. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, fucking watching the watch those videos. Of yourself, because you'll start to see that the facial expression you're making is not exactly what you were trying to yeah. get across. You yeah. like, or you see your hand. Why did I do that so many times on my hand? It was distracting. That's not what I want to do. You know. Yeah. Um, and then audio. If you can voice record every set, dude, do it. Fucking do yeah. it. Yeah, that's usually what I do. The video is harder to get for me. <clears throat> I never did it ever. Oh, it was so bad. I I never did it. And um, the when I started doing it was when Joey told me to do it. I love Joey, man. When he released his first CD, it's either you or the priest. Remember that one? His first CD, not a not a special. The one we had the two girls in front. No, 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 no. that might, that might have been an old, 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 old one. But it was the one that officially the first one ever went to iTunes. Oh. It's called "It's Either You or the Priest." <clears throat> that was the one that where he blew up. 
his podcast and that CD kind of blew up at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, when that one came out, we were talking about it, and he told me to start listening to all my sets, audio record all your sets. And he was like, bro, because I never did it. And he was at the time already 25 yeah, years yeah, in. He's yeah, like, yeah. I never did it. And I had to start doing it. And listening to the CD I just recorded, he was, was torture for me, bro. He's like, so start doing it now. Get used to it. And it's true, man. I started doing it then, and it is so hard. Even now, you know, the last couple episodes, I played really old tracks of me that I found. Yeah, yeah. And it was so hard to come to listen to those. It's hard to hear yourself. Yeah. yeah especially when you know you're better thing, than man. that. Yeah. And you're and, like, man, that's not me, man. But you got to do it. You're going to yeah. hear the little thing. I listen to the, a lot of those old tracks of myself, bro, and I and I used to laugh during my set a lot more. After my own jokes, I would laugh at my own jokes. And what, what do you do when you're hearing it? Do you just like writing down what, the edits that you think you can make? For writing, for material, yes. But for those little things that you pick up, like I laugh too much or I shouldn't have breathed right there, yeah, just you just take note in your memory. Yeah. You know, I, like I, just... I should have opened with the Indian accent there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a that is a joke structure. <laughs> you know what's crazy, thing. man? I remember that that night. It was so crazy that I was like lifting their energy up. I was like, woo, woo, and I was like, oh my god, what am I going to say? And I think it was just adrenaline just leading to that. Thinking, oh, yeah. thinking that that this the, uh, I think I, uh, I I. Uh, underestimated the audience for the moment there. really always go out there with a game plan dude yeah like tom brady i got a tom brady this shit man yeah dude. And you know what's crazy huh. i actually went with that mentality before i went to the stage you got a tom brady bill belichick these fuckers right now man you gotta <laughs> fucking hit them with the fucking bang 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 yeah bang. dude yeah i mean you got to have a game plan and like listen bro i know the crew that you hang out with Okay. I'm not trying to say anything bad and I'm not going to say any names yeah. and I'm not even specifically talking about anyone yeah, yeah. talking about in general, the crew and the club you hang with. Yeah. I know them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All it, 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 you th- in, in the back of your mind, you somehow think, and you don't even like think it, but I'm telling you in the back of your mind somewhere, you think that you're weak. If you don't go up on stage with a game plan. It makes you a better comic or it makes you cooler to go up there and be like and wing it. Yeah. I know the mentality that those guys put on yeah, you, yeah. you know. Like, oh bro, I just went out there and I was just like, oh, just crowd working and I just fucking got him, bro. And I just yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? That's <laughs> and then you like think like, oh, I'm gonna be cool too. Bro, yeah. Fuck those guys. Exactly. Have a fucking game plan. Exactly. You know? Have your set ready. Do you know, like, like, have your set fucking, like, that? I'm going to do that joke and then I'm going to do Jack. I'm going to yeah. do that joke. Don't be so involved in it that, that if, a, if a change happens, you can't adapt. Don't do that because that's what a fucking Bill Belichick coach yeah. does. They yeah. adapt to change. Exactly. But you have your game plan. And then if the game plan changes, you switch to the yeah, other play, yeah, yeah. you know. But have a game plan, man. So I, I can't tell you how many times. Listen, bro. Every time I went on stage and I had a bad set. 95% of the time is because I didn't write my set list before I went on stage. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was because of that, but 95% yeah, of the time this, I didn't write my set list down when remember, I had a bad set. I don't remember the last time I've done that. Wrote your set list down? Mm-hmm. Every time, dude. Mm-hmm. You have to have a game plan. I'm going to hit this and then I'm going to hit and this. They, I even write down intro. Dude, I've, I've, been, I've been taking my comedy career like the head coach of the Cleveland Browns was, dude. <laughs> I need to start taking my shit like... Bill Belichick, man, you know, take it serious like that, man. And and, and you're right, it's like that game plan is so yeah. key, dude. Like, that's why I don't want to bring up sports again, but that, that's why the Patriots have the advantage over every single team because the preparation, preparation. They don't, they don't care, they don't care uh, what other mentalities think. Oh man, the offense is a young coach here, man. No, we're gonna stick to what we know. We're gonna prepare, prepare, prepare. 
Yeah. Have a game plan. Yeah, it, it's it's a comedy sin to not go on stage without a game plan. Yeah. You guess all those guys that you see, they go up there and they crowd work and they wing it, bro, and they're so cool and shit like that. But you know what, bro? They have a game plan in their back pocket in case it fails they can go to. Yeah. You know, someone once said, you know, a guy who only does crowd work once told me, he's like, oh, I have jokes that I can do. He was just like, I go on stage with a gun in my back pocket and I hope not to use it. What? Figuratively, like oh, okay. the jokes are his gun <laughs> in his back pocket. Oh, okay. He goes on stage to do crowd work. He's a crowd work guy. And then, but he's like, but I always have that gun in my back pocket okay. in case it doesn't go right. Even the crowd workers have a game plan, dude. You gotta have a plan, bro. Yeah, yeah. Always have a plan. I, dude, I'm fucking telling you. I know the guys that, that you hang with. The mentality. Yeah, is just and it's like, bad habits. Yeah, dude. Dude, every guy that you see more often, I know your crew that you're with. They don't write they're their not, set list. They're not my crew. I just see they they're they're. I'm not saying they're your clique, but I but you run into them more <laughs> uh, than oh I do. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because you oh, perform yeah. at the they're clubs. All the time. You perform at the clubs that they perform at all the time. Yeah. As more than I do. Yeah. And I have been there. Yeah. And those guys don't write their set list down before no. they go on stage. No. Ever. Mm-hmm. I challenge you I to think of one of them that I with a notebook. I don't. I don't. I can't think of any of them. Have the fucking game plan. Besides bro. Willie Barsena, but he's he's not even allowed there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Willie Barsena, I always see him with a notebook, dude. No, dude, that he's guy, always got a notebook. Oh uh, man, he'll bring up a joke that he wrote in 1997 just to prove that you stole it. <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna write something for you here. I've done this before on the podcast, and people listening won't be able to see it. Okay. But uh, I've done this before, and then we'll we'll wrap this up. I've done this before for a lot of people. This is like my fucking, I don't know what I call this. I do it. I think I created it. And I've given this to a lot of young comics to help them build their set list. Yeah. Okay. And this is what it is. It's very fucking easy and simple. All right. You take a blank piece of paper like this one. And uh, I call <laughs> I call it the Catholic method. So because <laughs> what, what you do is, is in the middle of the page, you draw, you draw a big cross. Oh, damn, dude. Like that, right? A big cross in the middle of the page, okay? All right. Up here on the top left corner, I write home. You can call it whatever the fuck you want. That's what I would call it. Okay, I'll explain what they are. All right. This one is new. The top right corner. And this one right here on the bottom right corner is trial. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so right here, in uh, let's say let's start with uh, home. Okay, these little dots I'm writing on right here, right? Mm-hmm. You're gonna write down each joke that you have. The the good ones that you know. Yeah, not write them. Write them. I'm not saying write them out. Like bullet point. Yeah, your your yeah. chapter titles, if yeah. so to speak. The ones that are finished, they work. You, they're a part of your home set. Yeah. They feel, you're, you feel safe doing them. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And um, trial is premises, new stuff, stuff you're still working on. Okay. Yeah. You write all those down, list them right there. So you don't forget them. Then new, obviously, is new jokes. So. Um, that means that when the trial joke is done, it moves on. It moves up to new. Now, question: Why not go right from here to here? Because it hasn't been seasoned. 
sure. <laughs> I guess that's a good one too. Um, so you're going to take this joke. It's done. You tried it several times. It's been working. You like how it's going. It works. I'm going to put, I want to put that in my, start putting that in my set. So I'm going to move it up here. So it goes right there. What is the fourth box? Why are you not using that one? I'll tell you at the oh, end. Okay, okay. <clears throat> so this one. So now it went from there to there, right? Okay. So the reason that you put it over here first is because you need to know where it's going to go here. Because everything in this home column is in the correct order. Yeah. That yeah. joke goes after that joke. That okay. goes after Jack. Okay. That joke. And you're going to put each joke like the Mexican thing that you have, the Indian thing that you have, the 7-Eleven interview that you have. And then when you get into your girlfriend stuff, deep stuff, it's all going to be – you're going to know which ones get the crowd quick. And you're going to put those first. And then you're going to see which ones follow after it telling a story. Okay. Yeah. And you're eventually going to build your oh, yeah. fucking hour. Easier to transition. Mm-hmm. And, and then – when you take the trial from the bottom right corner and you move it up to the top right corner, new, now you have all the new jokes written out right mm -hmm. here and you're going to go like that one goes there, that one goes there, okay. right? And the bottom left column down here is just your second 30 minutes. Up here is your first 30 minutes. Oh, hell yeah. So you're building this to be the first 30 minutes. You're building this one to be the second 30 minutes. That's how you get your hour. That's amazing, man. Okay. And I know it seems crazy, but I'm dyslexic. And I came up with this because it helps me keep organized. And it always helps me have a game plan when I go on stage. Now, check this out, bro. This is the cool part. Once you this – is, this is like the working – this is a working page. Yeah, yeah. You're going to take a new page, right? Once you have all these in the yeah. right order. We'll do it again. And write them in the correct order. Yeah. I take a picture of that one, and I keep it in my phone. So when you're sitting there in the green room – and go, just, somebody goes, Renee, you're hosting. Or Renee, jump up there and do five. You can literally look and see, like, that's my game plan. I'm going to do those three jokes. That's about five minutes right there. Okay? Here's the other cool thing. Dude, that's dope. You're going to go, you're going to know what five minutes is. And you're going to go, that's five, that's five, that's five, and that's where 30 is. And you're going to grow, keep yeah. growing. So the cool thing is, is now that you know exactly the order and where the five minutes is, you're going to have a closer at the end of each five minutes. Awesome. So you you know how you like you always think of like the, I want to end on my closer, right? So the idea here is not to have one closer. Multiple. It's to have a closer on each topic. And at the end of that five minutes – that closer is going to go there. At the end of that five minutes, that closer is going to go there. So even if you're doing 10 or 15, you hit them with three strong closers, bro. You And then and then let's say they told you you're doing 15, but someone walked in and they give you the light early. I can get off right there because yeah. I got a lot of closers. Exactly. And, okay, and the goal is just to fucking keep it growing. Get an hour. Dude, that's dope. You came up with that yourself? Yeah. It fucking works. Write a book, bro. The, the the main point is to structure. Organize everything. Organize. To go on stage with a plan is like the best feeling ever. Nerves go away mm -hmm. when you have a plan. And um, also the cool thing about having that picture and knowing where the five minutes go, you don't even, you don't even have to do that first one each time. Someone goes, Renee, do five. You can go, well, I'm going to do that five, not that five. Yeah. And then – it, because a lot of LA spots, they don't give you 20 minutes, 15 minutes to work out, right? They give you like five. Yeah. Bro, I'll give yeah. you five minutes on my show. You're like, yeah, fucking five. Most, yeah. Now you can literally, let's say you have 30 minutes now, right? Yeah. 
you can literally each night work a different five and you keep practicing your different fucking five keep your career interesting exactly dude dude hell yeah man for the listeners, that was probably a lot better if you were here. But <laughs> Dude, I tried to explain like, it the best I can. I just feel like I got gifted from God. And then... Uh, <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the cross. You were talking about... You were worried about... <laughs> I'm going to make fun of you a little bit. You were worried about like the like if they were Mexican or not in the crowd. I was like, bro, what you should have worried about is the fact that we were in Los Angeles a couple of days after the Super Bowl and you were like, fuck the Rams. <laughs> I'm like, oh, but that you're not worried about. <laughs> Listen, bro. I did say that, didn't I? Yes, you did. You were like, I'm a Patriots fan. The whole crowd was like, what? Oh, fuck <laughs> this guy, man. Get him off. <laughs> Thank God you didn't say it in the beginning of your set. But oh you got balls. So I'll give you that. Uh, I, I've, I've done great sets. I just did a great set at the Ha Ha. Uh-huh. Last night, and everyone was clapping, and I was like, "All right, thank you." And the weather clapping, I'm like, "Go Patriots!" And I get off. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, dude. Uh, I mean, you got balls. You got more balls than me, bro. I won't do that <laughs> shit. I'm a Patriots fan, like you know that. Like, and uh, uh, I, I walk up to my jersey, bro, and yeah. proud, loud. And I proud, don't bro. ever put my views on stage because yeah. I don't want people to not like it because of something stupid. I don't ever tell you my political <laughs> views or what I'll team. Only do it in LA. I'll only do it in LA. <laughs> I know, right? Just because when I'm in Boston, though. Like uh, I did. This, oh, why can't we do a show out there, bro? I did a show the day before the Super Bowl. Oh. Sold out show, bro. I oh. killed that shit. And afterwards, oh. afterwards, God. I was like, "Hey guys, let's get six tomorrow." And everyone was like, "Oh shit, dude, oh, we're fucking going It was great. Dude, Rob Gronkowski has his comedy special on Showtime. I don't know if you know. I know that. And that I kind I of refuse to watch. It. I want. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, his he he does, and then he brings up real comics. You know. I heard this. I heard, you're right. I, yeah. I heard the CD bits and pieces of it, but yeah. I I couldn't listen because it was gonna bother yeah, me. Yeah, like, and it was just. I was like, man, I wish I could have. On there, let's man. live. All these let's let fans. Gronk be a, a, a fucking <laughs> player, and yeah. let's let the comics yeah, be. Yeah, dude, that's fucking crazy. But anyway, man. Um, bottom line is, I just wanted to have you on here to let you know I see the improvements. I'm really Thank happy you, for you, I'm and I'm really yeah, proud of you. And you have a quality that apparently I noticed a long time ago too dude, was that yeah. you're having fun on stage, yeah. and I and and dude, never fucking stop having fun on stage. Dude, it's, thank you, man. It's one thing that no one can ever take away from you. And uh, last point I'm going to make is, I don't know if you saw it yet, but Ray Romano just released a new special on Netflix. Mm-mm, I haven't seen it. Um, if you, Ray Romano hasn't released a special in 30 years. Uh-huh. He got like his first special, which was live at Carnegie Hall. And then he got the TV show. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> then he became a huge star. Yeah. But he still did shows at like Vegas and pop into comic yeah, clubs yeah. like that. So he just did his first special. It's so beautifully done. And a lot of people, I told that to him, like, you got to watch it. It's so good. A lot of people I told that to, they were like, yeah, it was okay. It was a little weird. Like, he didn't kill it. Make no mistake about it. Ray Romano's never been a crusher comedian. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. never been a killer. He He's very funny. Yeah. And he has very relatable, relatable material about, like, his fa- very family stuff, yeah. which is why they gave him a fucking sitcom about his family. Exactly. But he's so damn likable on stage. Yeah. And you could tell he's having fun. Yeah. That you can't look away. And he's talking about stuff that you can relate to. Oh, yeah. It's a sold package, bro. Dude. Perfect. Watch that shit. And that's you, bro. You have that quality. I'm Ray Romano? No, you're having fun <laughs> on stage. <laughs> uh, but anyway, dude, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, thank you, You man. got any shows coming up that you want to? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I have you on the one coming up right on Sunday, 17th. Didn't I book you on What's the day? Sunday. No, uh-huh. you didn't book me on a Sunday. The ha-ha. No, you have me on the Ice House. Oh, Ice House, the seventh, the 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 nineteenth. The ninth. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Sorry. Yes, you have yeah. me on that one because I'm seventeenth is a Sunday. I'm uh-huh. out of town this Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you can't do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you have the show at the Haha. It's your show, mm-hmm. 
And it's the Sunday the 17th yes. at the Haha Comedy Club in and North then Hollywood. And Tuesday at the Ice House. Tuesday at the Ice House. I'll be there, you guys. Come yes. by. Yes. And um, what else do I got coming up? I got San Jose this weekend, Valentine's weekend. Um, it's all sold out, but they oh, added hell yeah, man. They, they added a late show on Thursday night, which is Valentine's Day. So there mm. is another opportunity to grab some tickets. Killer, brother. Thank you, man. It, it should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. And besides that, I got March 13th in Phoenix, Arizona at the House of Comedy. It's kind of a big, huge deal for me, you guys. It's a big showcase. Oh, I, yeah. I need all the love I can get. So um, I hope to see you guys there. Um, that's pretty much it, you guys. I want to give a shout-out to Grandpa Nicotine, always supporting and listening. I want to give a shout-out to uh, Uki Spooky, Mish the Dish, even though I missed you <laughs> in Boston. And I want to thank everybody that came out to the shows in Boston, Massachusetts. I had fucking three shows out there, two before the Super Bowl, one after. And all of them were a great fucking crowd. Oh, everybody was so cool. So jealous. <laughs> thank you, man, for coming out. Uh, thank you, everybody. Um, thank you, man. Renee, where can people keep in touch with you? Are you on social media? Yeah, just at Renee Vaca Comedy. That's R-E-N-E-V as in Victor. I feel like I'm over the phone with the operator over here. Yeah. That's R-E-N-E-V as in Victor A-C-A. Yeah, bro. It's Comedy. Re- Renee Vaca. At Renee Vodka comedy yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Anywhere really. It's pretty much my see my email too. All right, you guys. You know how to find me. Um a quick shout out to Kevin Lyons, who couldn't be here today. He's my usual co host. Okay. And um he had uh he's he's filming some new pro he's a he has a production company. He's filming some new okay. shit with like Jackie Chan or some shit. Oh, okay. And uh, but uh he'll be here next episode. Thank you guys so much from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Homeschool Podcast. I really appreciate it. I want to thank Renee Vaca for coming on today. Thank you, bro. And uh, letting me fucking pick on him a little bit. Oh, that was great. But, I haven't had uh, that in a long time. In, in a loving way. No, it was great, dude. And and, uh, and and I also pointed out good things. No, dude, it was great, dude. <laughs> I want to thank Masterclass. Click the link in the description. I would like to thank Personal Chef To Go. Click the link in the description. And I would like to thank Benefit Packages, Health Insurance Agency, California. Get on that shit. Call one 800 three five six three six one five and tell them we sent you all right you guys thanks for tuning into the homeschool podcast i'll see you next time later
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.